how do we engage other kinds of technology organizations? How do we like plug into DOD? Um, And then we're teaching our team. Like we've got some lifelong IRS employees who are learning how to work with startups. What's up? I'm Tyler Sweat. Cue the dramatic music. This is All Quiet on the Second Front, a podcast where boring conversations around defense tech and national security come to die. Ready to get weird and learn some cool shit about emerging tech and the government? I thought so. Let's fucking go. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey everyone, Chrissy McGarry here, COO of Second Front Systems. Excited to share with all of you that you are now able to sign up for our annual Offset Symposium. Imagine attending the number one national security symposium located at the Ronald Reagan Building in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. During the symposium, you'll be able to hear from some of the leading experts in the defense tech space and VC communities. Individuals like Nund, the CTO of the CIA, and General Raymond, formerly of the Space Force, will be there participating in fireside chats and conversations. Don't worry, you can locate our full agenda at secondfront.com backslash offset dash symposium. Make sure you sign up today. Space is limited. All right, what's up, nerds? Uh, Tyler Sweat here. I've got Molly Kane and Harrison Smith from the IRS today. We're going to break a little bit of the defense tech trend go a little bit different, talk about the uh, opportunities for commercial technology and some of the civilian agencies and some of the really interesting transformation that this team's driving over at IRS. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I should give a disclaimer, a little Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get audited. Um, but with that, really excited. That's not how it works. <laughs> we brought the uh, disclaimer with us. Yeah, right. Hold up. This is not, yeah. We have the public announcement. That's not how this works. <laughs> um, wanted to just open real quick and let you guys do a little talk about team digi give me the sort of once over the world because i think it's one of those like if you know you know right now Mm -hmm. but if you don't know i think your people are going to be really surprised at all the transformation digitalization you guys are driving over there we're fun and people like us we do we do so (laughs) i i think so one of the first things is like it's crazy that you know, we go by Team Digi in large part because our real name is Enterprise Digitalization and Case Management Office. And if you don't say that out of the right way, you have to take a breath in the middle. So there's there's a lot of pieces in here. Um, you know, we this is clearly a, an important space for not only the IRS, but for the federal government. Yep. Um, we've got to find ways to shift out of comfortable arenas. Uh, and that goes for DOD, too. And I, would, yep. I worked for the Naval Sea Systems Demands for five years. We were both at Homeland Security. I was there mm-hmm. for 12 years. Um, which is not DOD, but it's, you know, it's got other transaction authority yeah. and the like, right? I mean, these are these are spaces where the missions are important. Um, how we get to identifying different approaches from different folks, folks who don't do business with the federal government, folks who never thought of us yeah. as a potential partner. Like those are the types of people, not all the time, to be fair. Oh, yeah. But when we can't be a blanket statement. Right. But we're talking about like commercial offerings like CRM, like fraud detection, like uh, I mean, go to, go down, de-anonymizing cryptocurrency transactions, like all these kinds of things. The IRS is not the only place that that occurs. Correct. And so we know that there are areas where we've got to be um, more consistent with kind of the traditional approaches. Like you buy aircraft carriers in a particular way. Yeah. That's how that happens. Yeah. But if I'm trying to find out what's the best way to extract machine-readable data from low uh, low quality information or low quality paper or microfiche or microfilm, there are a lot of folks out there that do that. Correct. And in the right space and at the right times, we want to be the one of the places those people look. And so we know we have to go meet people where they are. Yeah. We know that we've got to be in different spaces. We're not... Great. Don't get me wrong. The GovCon 
uh, industry and arrangement associations in DC are absolutely integral to what we do. But you got to have a couple people who who don't know what the system is, who don't understand, and have say, "I've got a fantastic way to fix this problem. Can I play?" When and that the inside the beltway gets a little step for you, where everyone's just running the motion, <laughs> it and it's the same ten people, and it's like, "Hello, neighbor." Yeah, and to be no fair, free thought, right? Well, but the other thing is, we don't always ask for it, right? Yeah. My favorite time is like we are like, "I would like some innovation, please." Now fill out this seventy-five page, you know, solicitation uh, in uh, thirty days, and I'll let you know in six months. And like, give me your corporate financials and all of your IP, right. and I'll assess you. They know I'm, exactly I'm, how to get in touch with us. They know exactly how to get meetings over and over. And yep. so, um, we're actually here in Austin right now um, at South by Southwest for exactly what Harrison was saying. Yeah. Yesterday, we hosted our second think tank and uh, got to hang out with some very cool technology, listen to some cool keynotes. Um, and just get out of the bubble. Yeah, so it's interesting to hear you guys talk about not just getting out of the bubble, but also recognizing that, hey, there can't always be this preference for built here Mm -hmm. and this reticence against not built here, right? Somebody's already solved the majority of the problems we're going. And I always explain when I talk about government technology and everyone thinks it's this big, like, mystical thing. I'm like, no, it's a regulated industry. They just, like, have a way they buy they have processes on how they pay. It's the mm-hmm. same as if I went into pharma or healthcare. Mm-hmm. How are you working with other leaders in the organization, right? Because I see, you can see pocket that's driving change here, but also all of us have like paid our toll on the inside <laughs> and recognize that you're trying to you know, sort of you turn know. the Titanic. And how do you get people to not think, well, I need right uh, machine readability at a certain uh, level, or I need an ingest capability here. Mm-hmm. I should build my own bespoke thing. Yep. Versus, hey, there is pick your data company that has already solved this problem at enterprise global scale. I bet they can handle the IRS. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge here is to get the, and this is full disclosure, I was a KO or a contract officer, whatever you want to call us for 20 years. Yeah. And so most of the mistakes that I mock now were the ones that I made. It's the only way you learn them. Uh, like, I'm like, somebody asked me like, like, what do you feel like you're good at? I'm like making mistakes and learning from them. Yeah. Like that's generally what I'm not doing. having them be career enders though. Congratulations. That, that is yeah. huge. As my son not would say, yet. not yet. Yeah, not dead <laughs> not, yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> um, but no, like part of the space here is, is taking a step back and distilling down what you're trying to do into very basic things. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not something where I need to do precisely this and precisely that way for precisely this amount of time for the next 60 months. It's Can't and it's hard code a requirement of right. I mean, evolving least, agile technology. And that's the big piece here, right? So the other space you've got to be able to do is like, I don't need you to spend six to nine to 12 months for a requirement like this to get FedRAMP certified, to do all those things, yep. right? That's cost, that's cost to the industry, yep. right? And and there's a reason they call it wrap rates. Right, it gets wrapped up, and the government ends up paying for it. Yep. Not only in terms of cost, but in terms of people saying, "I don't want to deal with that nonsense." Yep. So, I think one of the areas that's really cool what what folks are doing, um, they're starting to drive prize competitions and challenges and the like yep. using publicly available or dummy data. Yeah, and that opens up the aperture for somebody to say, "Hey, you're not asking me to write again." There are appropriate times for writing a proposal, yep. and there's an appropriate time for saying, "Go fix my problem." I don't care how you do it, fix my problem with your tool, and it really becomes great when you say. I'm giving you one example of one problem here. I want you to do it with another one and another one, another one, if you're more successful. That way, the companies get to learn from us on an ongoing basis. Yeah. You have that sort of one-to-one ongoing conversation, and then it gets to change and there's a great improve. precedent for prize. I mean, how many times mm-hmm. have we talked about, like, the history of DARPA and some yeah. of the prize competitions? Absolutely. Yeah, there's well, tons of input there. Yeah, know. pulling what's already been done is Absolutely. a major thing. Um, I will answer to the uh, the leadership internally. 
and how we're engaging other offices inside IRS. Um, one of the big things is problem identification, finding use cases. We've got a very interesting one like robotic process automation. We've got people coming to us saying, I want RPA. And we're like, but what's the problem? Maybe mm -hmm. you don't need RPA. Maybe it's you just need the new AI. something just else. Sprinkle some RPA on it. Right. So don't tell Magic us beans. what you want. Tell us what's going on yeah. and then we can solve it or find a cyber company. So we can find a user OTA. design. That's crazy. Exactly. I know it's yeah. wild. <laughs> Logic is wild right now. No. Um, but yeah, so finding those use cases, we've identified uh, close to 15 over the past like three months. Yeah. And uh, we actually addressed four of them yesterday. Love so, that. Yeah. So here's a little bit of a, maybe a curveball question, right? We talk about sort of seeing you guys out, meeting folks where they are, mm -hmm. getting folks to understand sort of what you guys are driving, some of the competitions and the intake. How are you guys thinking about like the sustainability of that, right? Because one of the biggest complaints I see all the time from startups, they're, you know, they're incentivized initially to come into DOD mm -hmm. or the government. There's a SIBR grant, there's some like non-dilutive funding. Mm -hmm. And there are folks in the government who are like, hey, that's great. We gave that, we gave that software company money. I keep explaining to folks in the government, I'm like, those SIBR grants don't get counted as revenue by their investors. Mm -hmm. How do we get them to subscription, scale, production, pick your word? How are you guys thinking about that sort of on the back end there? So, I mean, there, I mean, obviously you could talk about sort of the valley of death here, right? It's sort of a yeah. modified version of that. But I mean, it's a space where we have to line up with what those types of companies want. Yeah. Right. And so if it is like a cyber, that's one of the approaches, that's one of the toolboxes. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who's interested in, in civilian tech, like it, it's a change up until about a year and a half ago, only DOD. And I think like NASA could do cyber yeah. phase three direct, Yeah. which translation for everybody. Uh, if you've got a cyber and a government customer likes your work, they can streamline a procurement action and move pretty quickly. So if you're not looking at civilian agencies to do that, start. Yes. Um, I don't think enough people know. We're a hotbed of Boston. You guys can do that in civilian agencies. We, we are. I, I agree. We are a hotbed We're, of Boston. Yeah. But like the, 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 in the space in here, you've got to talk to people about what they need. And so I think the biggest piece is people will point out OTAs or SIBRs and be like, this is how we fix the value of death. No, it, it's real. It requires a change in culture for folks to say, I'm not going to sit down with you, Tyler, in like six months and we're going to have our semi-annual progress report. It's like, you want to talk to me in six days. Yeah. Because especially if I'm doing rapid prototyping or I'm doing agile and your phase is set up like any series funding, you got two months to show me what you can do. Yep. If and when I like it, then I'll pay you for the next two to three months. Yep. You can't be there in a vacuum and true a traditional PM approach where you're like, I'll talk to you in six months. Get on yep. my calendar. We'll discuss it later. Like that's, you can't do that. And that's a reality that the government has to own. Yep. If we're going to help with that valley of death, because it's not just in R&D, it's in tech. Oh, yeah. Use cases, there are lots of different ways to try it. But it's the inflammation that's the sticky part. It's it's yeah. the middle. We talk about Patty Azarelli. I think it is the move, right? That's the middle. That's the hard part. Love her book. Um, yeah, we walk around with it, and we actually he uses it as as a weapon. I use so it against that her. That is a problem. She gets um, mad when she gave me the book, and I was like, so on page thirteen, quote she's my like, own quotes at me. Oh no, it's a trap. Uh, but our team in particular, we um, we've got Pilot IRS, which Harrison should definitely talk about, and then. Um, he brought me in from the outside on purpose so that we can talk about, um, you know, how do we engage other kinds of technology organizations? How do we like plug into DOD? Yeah. Um, and then we're teaching our team. Like we've got some lifelong IRS employees who are learning how to work with startups. It's very, imagine. very cool. When she took the job, she had told me something big was coming, but she was super <laughs> cagey about it. 
And then she told well, me, and I was like, why? All of my friends. Because I was entirely like, surprised. Congrats, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt well, you, Molly? I got a lot of whys. <laughs> What's going well, but, on here? well, this is the this is the space, right? I mean, this is you know, there's there's the reality around around the IRS is designed to to gather taxes, like that's what it do. But like a lot of people don't realize. Um, like the example that I always like to cite is uh, a couple of years ago, Fortune wrote a, uh, an article about um, the world's largest child pornography ring being shut down. Um, and it was a multi-jurisdictional, multinational effort um, that de-anonymized cryptocurrency transactions to identify the people, pull off terabytes of data, and, and rescue 24 children who were actively being exploited. Like, I don't care what your position is on any of those things. Like, no. that's, you crush that. And, yeah, and then people are like, positive on that. You should probably, I should say it on the podcast. That's true. We, we did talk about no swear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, you get to that, it's like, somebody's like, oh, who led that? Like, it's like, IRS criminal investigation. Yeah, led so that. That's rad. That's yeah. cool I'm like, let's do that. Like, or let's talk that's about, cool. you know, the fact that when we get into um, child credits or impact statements, uh, the IRS did those things. When you call, frequently, when you call, uh, FEMA for national disaster, you may actually be talking to an IRS person yeah. because we got phone banks. So like, there's lots of spaces in here um, where the IRS is really important things. And, and Molly, Molly, Molly bought on and she's I bought love on it. hard. I he, love it. He, um, she he went full me, in. I, I went all full, in. Full send. Yeah. There we go. All in. And uh, I didn't lose too many friends, just a few, but um, they may one, <laughs> they're not my friends now. Um, but what's really, really cool. He gave me the most, autonomy-driven role and said your challenge is eliminating one billion sheets of paper, which is about 10% of the paper that we've got that we're working on, and then um, increase voluntary compliance, which I thought was a really cool term. And as a startup, a former startup founder and just person in the world who hates paying taxes as well, I know we have to, especially now. Um, but it, I like, like that taxes, caveat. Especially now. Especially now. <laughs> I'm looking at the boss. Um, but like nobody <laughs> nobody loves pay. <laughs> Just to declare. These are not yeah. droids you see. <laughs> <laughs> Avocado. No, I'm yeah, kidding. Exactly. I'm kidding. Um, no, but like nobody likes paying taxes. And we know that we we have to as citizens and 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 like, but voluntary compliance really like struck with me about making it easier sure. making it yeah. better making the experience nicer i would love to gamify it one day uh like we have to ask congress about that if it's we're good. allowed there's, to I mean, but guys, it, there's, there's a huge opportunity for the experience thing right lines. like what's the running I, joke I, I, I vote hey you owe you owe taxes how much i'm not going to tell you well right. do you know yes okay well what if i get it wrong you go to jail right what if you get it wrong it's i'll hold your money for terrible you. game. It's, a, just a, it's an it's an it's image game experience it is. game it's it's it it's all memes but yeah yeah and there's an opportunity there to I, drive some like material I, gap closing and, between reality and perception yeah, yeah. And, and that's and and that's a thing right it is there's there's the more we engage the more you've got people going to volu volunteer uh vita sites it's people who volunteer to provide tax bank support to yeah. to to underserved communities the yeah. more you've got a an opportunity to say hey i need a power of attorney like my mom's a perfect example. My mom is the opposite of a technophile. She doesn't know how to do any of this stuff. She literally one time printed out an email for my sister, took a picture of it, and then texted <laughs> it to me and then says, Harrison, you need to scroll down further to find out what your sister said. I'm like, mom, that's, that's not how you took a picture of a piece my of paper. My wife that sends printed me out. screenshots like, of a website. It's like, here's the link. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Havana Nagava. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, right, this? Like, exactly. What do I, this is why we can't have nice things. Like, why are we doing this? But like the point is that you've got to meet again. You get back to you've got to meet people where you were. Mm -hmm. And like to come back to your question about how how the IRS um, and how the leadership has been 
has been supporting this, they've said, hey, these are the spaces we can play in. These are the spaces we want to really be able to drive it. And, and you've got to bring in that sort of change into, hey, I can't do a procurement this way. I, I, I don't have the authority to do a cyber phase three direct. Um, it's going to take too long. We can't get different types of companies interested in what we're doing. It's almost as though you go through a list of those things because they're very valid justifications yeah, for yeah. not doing something. And you literally go through and go, okay, that's not an issue anymore. 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 I think I've helped try to solve your problem. Like you're the expert. How does this look to you? And then it completely changes the tenor of the conversation. Yeah. Like we've, I actually I have a Team Digi shirt on right now. So we have cultural principles for Team Digi. And one of them is to be pro-digitalization, not anti-status quo. Because it's really, you were talking it's about the person. Great nuance. Uh, that you, is a fantastic. Well, thank you. But nuance. I mean, you talked about the, the perception of people, right? Yeah. And so there's a perception. I don't care if you're in Austin. I don't care if you're in New York. I don't care if you're in DC. There's the, I'm going to swoop in with some elegant technical solution, or I'm going to provide you a report. And you're a bunch of morons. You should have been doing this the right way. Yeah. There are like reasons why things are done in a particular oh, yeah. way. So when you come in and say, hey, Tyler, you're good at this. Help me understand where you think your blockers are. Yeah. Then I'm solving your problem. I'm not trying to pretend that I'm the expert. Right? And it's That's a path, right? It's And this is something Molly and I used to talk about all the time, right? There's a there's a mindset where it's a, find me a path to yes. Yeah. Right? Don't. I think just and that, tell me no. Well, and that's part of one yeah. of the challenges of like large organizations. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll categorize that because it's not just the government. Agreed. But like 95%, maybe 99 are empowered only to say no. And you've got to help either sort of break down whatever sort of house of cards is structuring the mm -hmm. argument or whatever past experience. And I think that's where you guys sit. It's this interesting spot of having the sort of cross-governmental, having been the KO, now being in the chair having done the startup stuff, yeah. the venture stuff, yeah. being the sort of face of a ton of innovation over the years mm -hmm. and now sort of kind of taking your own dog food and being like, hey, I'm going <laughs> to come in. Right. But think Definitely. about it. Like not a lot of people make that jump and say, all right, I've been on the outside talking about how to come in. Now I'm going to go on the inside and help bring through. There's yep. a huge opportunity to change the way people think in there. Well, and I, um, you know, I spent two years at Homeland not getting anything done because I Luke Skywalker that thing and yep. came in. I can save everybody. Now I'm again with the government ready to save people. But I came in. <laughs> I am from <laughs> the government. I'm here to help. I am. Yeah. Um, but I came in differently. And Harrison and I talked about that when I joined the team where now I'll use his expertise and sit there and say, okay, I know that this is doable, but how do we say this in the governmental alien language yeah. that they can understand and that they can trust us? So, so like a little decoder ring. Exactly. He is my yeah. decoder Out of serial ring. box translator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cracker yeah. jacks, right? So he is, <laughs> he is helping me around that part. And that teamwork is something that I wish other agencies really wanted. Um, bringing outsiders in and us sitting there and blending our expertise has worked wonders. Right, because I ask you to translate for me all the time. I'm oh like, yeah, I don't know what they said. Can you? Can you translate? <laughs> and I'm that? like, I love that. Stop talking about that. We'll do that. <laughs> so yeah, we are each other's uh, safety zones. It's yeah. it's nice. Well, and the other thing we talk about, like I mean, you even go into large organizations, right? So you've got blanks, you know, lean value start uh, yeah. startup, and you've got organizational debt. You've got Keeley's ten types of innovations. Like that's the thing that cracks me up when people are like. I've got a way to do this and it's based on personal expertise. I'm like, no, it's not. And here's the challenge with personal expertise. You get into a conversation around, in my experience, this is what happened. And I'm like, if you do that, it's just going to turn into pick your euphemism for an argument because you're going to say, my experience is this. Single and now bias view. Right. And yeah. now right. it's, and like, 
you don't you don't know if you're the if the person in the cave looking at the wall or if you're the person out the backs being like, hey, hey, moron, you're seeing that context. Wall. Right. Context is pretty, pretty right. fucking critical. And, and, yeah. and so I'm sorry. <laughs> IRS didn't want us to swear here. Harrison doesn't cuss. Fun, please. Earmuffs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, that's that's the piece. And, and that translation that is it's so important because yeah. you've got You've got to get to a space where when here's the other thing you've got to do is you've got to find a way to demonstrate the value early on. Because if you take, again, we talk about DOD, like, yep. again, I wrote contracts for aircraft carriers for the CVN-70, um, the uh, the overhaul of the um, uh, of the Virginia-class submarine from uh, nuke to ballistical capability and, and, and SEAL teams and the missile tubes. Like, there are structures and your plan is literally coming in. You're like six years out. I know where that, that ship, that boat's going to be. Yep. Like, I know what's going on yep. there. Like, don't deal with that. Yeah. Like, tackle something different where you can say, hey, here might be the ROI. Here's the return on investment. And like, here's the other piece. We were talking about pilot IRS. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to get into the federal space or the civilian space because they think it's going to be some incredibly long effort. And sometimes it is. Yep. But in this space, it's a 10-page solicitation max. We give you a five-page technical response. No page limits. No, you have to talk about this or that. Yep. We give you your price your price points for all the periods. So you know how much you're, you can, can stand to get. And then we say, okay, you make the five-page cut. You come and you give us an hour pitch. Love that. And then we'll award a contract. It's like taking a page of the DAU. Precisely. Yeah. So, but like the crazy part is we don't have OTA authority. We don't have all these authorities. So this is all FAR based. So any civilian agency can use it. So we've done it like nine times now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The average time from solicitation release, which includes people prepping their written proposal, people doing also the um, uh, the oral pitch. Yep. From solicitation to award, 27 calendar days. Oh. Calendar days. Hey, yo. So, and- and one of the it's pretty impressive. Thank you. I mean, it's, there's a lot of people in the procurement team's awesome about it. There's a lot of support, but the other piece is it allows you to be flexible in the back end. Yeah. So we don't go into this like thou shalt do all these things. Um, there, we actually had a, a press release that came out about the IRS scanning 120,000 forms. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which did. was very cool. But here's here's also the part of it. That was about to be a cuss word. I think. I saw it. I, I thought, oh, yeah, we saw it. I did catch myself. <laughs> I did catch myself. But like the the spaces that came from a reality of, I want to be able to scan and intake information. Yeah. And I, I need to be able to decide later on what form it's going to be. And so that allows us to pivot. You're not being told what you're going to do for the next 60 months. It's a, I want you to be able to do case management. I want you to be able to do optical character recognition. Yep. And as you grow and as we learn together, then we'll talk about where it goes. Yep. And that's the piece. Like you essentially have a pitch every time at the end of the period. And I'm a, am I allowed to uh, mention, we have several small businesses that are part of that scanning effort. And I'll go a little bit further, but I won't name names, but they uh, ran circles around a, like very large businesses and proved mm. the scanning uh, could be done. Well, it's so impressive. What it gets back to, because like, because there there are also at the same ones, there are also large businesses. But like, mm -hmm. I think to go further on your point, uh, the first three times we did it, I think we had 15 vendors. Four of them had never had a federal contract ever. That's awesome. And they are nailing it. They are crushing it. And they're yeah. backed by... They're backed by people everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it, it requires a lot of things. But yeah, we got large businesses because we asked for the right thing. Right. We and, didn't. Yeah. And right now we're uh, we're looking at expanding that program. Uh, we'd love to invite like venture dollars at some point. We'd love to have our own fund uh, internally, all like legal, ethical, all the, all the disclaimers all and the things stuff. like that. But building out our innovation program, one of the key things and any other agency really actually does need to take a model from us. 
um, Harrison's procurement background. He's not the procurement guy, even though people call him that all the time. But having his background and having an innovation tilt yep. for what we're doing is priceless. It's a neat combination. It's completely perfect. It, it is. So, all right. So before I ask the last question, because mm -hmm. I like I said, I have handlers and they have forced some structure into this show. <laughs> we all have bosses. Where do yeah. people go to learn more? So I'll give it like the hot ones take. <laughs> Point at one of the cameras. Where do they go? Is it just irs.gov, Team uh, Digi? Like, is it? So like, there's the standard answer, which is, you know, sam.gov, which is for uh, a lot of government uh, folks who are familiar, familiar, sorry, with the government space. Uh, but the reality is we do try to, all joking aside, we do try to post stuff on LinkedIn. We okay. do, do try, yeah. try to, That's awesome. try to yeah. use like network of networks here. Meet where they are. Yeah. Right, yeah. because there's a lot of people like, I don't know what that is. Why, why should I be bothered? I've been that? in the game forever and sam.gov still befuddles me. I know somebody's yeah, proud of it, but I'm and it is very complicated. Person. But yeah. it's it, it's a lot of information. So we try to get out in front of people um, in many different spaces. You know, here in Austin, we work with networks of networks, teams yep. of teams, yep, uh, to gather that. So, but um, and not everything we're doing is a solicitation. Like yesterday, absolutely. was an event where we could sit and listen. So definitely pay attention to our social media. Awesome. We are always talking about where we're going to be. And, uh, and Harrison and I are both plugging into as many different networks and ecosystems as possible. So yeah. um, we really are trying to steal from stuff that's working across the government, especially in DOD. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So last question. This is mm -hmm. the structured one. It's okay. completely unrelated to everything oh. we've talked about. <laughs> I had I'm my worried. tie. If I had a right? tie. Oh, yeah. Worried. No. So outside of work, right? We talk about life. Like mm -hmm. I talk all the time. And like my big personal philosophies, I want to take, do stuff throughout my career that's de-risking my life. So at the end, when I sort of hang up my shoes and proud of whatever I've done, I end up where I want to end up. And for me, right, it's a bunch of land, probably a river, an outdoor kitchen, and like my dog running around and my guns. Pretty simple, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I want anything fancy, but I want to, I like have that sort of success down, like sitting outside a bunch of friends over, big outdoor kitchen, and just hanging out mm -hmm. what's that look like for you guys what's mm. what's you success you know made the money did the outcomes no more no more to worry about risk where do you want to be sitting what's that look like so i i got i got four kids um and and time with them is is awesome right we work hard um but i love being the basketball coach i love yeah. taking them to lacrosse i love doing that thing and spending more time with them but like more from like we deal in systems all the time um, so much, I think that I'll feel successful or I feel success when I help the system function as it's intended, which is to benefit the people. Yeah. Like that's, that to me is what this is all about. How do we get to the end state in a way that benefits the people, um, that, that it needs to benefit. And that includes getting different types of people within the system itself. Yeah. And so the more I see about that, the more I see success, uh, and the more it makes me happy to have that time hanging outside with my dog yeah. and my four kids doing whatever we're doing, throwing it's a, a football. Answer. It's a way better dad answer than I gave. I love my kids. I love when I'm outside cooking without my kids. <laughs> <laughs> what is, well, there's some awful, there's some awful, but slightly amusing phrase. That's like, I love my kids. Sometimes I love my kids more when I don't see them all the yeah. time. But <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So. Yeah. Um, I will, I can't picture retirement in my head. Um, but I do know I want to own a bookstore in a tiny Virginia town where like, you know, the former head of the CIA is sitting over in the corner having wine and reading a book or somebody playing chess, like just like this very cool hideout. That's um, awesome. Yeah. It's a really good answer. I Yeah. I, it, it's in my mind. But for now, like there's some really cool problems. And so I'll keep working on cool problems and work for really cool bosses 
Oh yeah, uh, me talking about as, that retirement as as vision yeah. is just having to remind myself that at some point I have to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there has to be a finish line. There yeah. is. There does. Yeah. There, yeah. There's. There's a lot of good problems out there to solve, um, and and that's what makes them fun, right? If they were right. easy to solve, somebody else would be doing it. That's right. That's I do right. want to mention, like, um, I have been fortunate, especially in the government space, and and I hope you guys might agree. But multiple dream jobs are absolutely possible. Yep. And you should hire for the problems you want to work work on. Um, but hire your boss, hire your team, like look for jobs where you can work with very cool people. Because yeah. that even makes the IRS fun, if you can believe it. Love that. Yeah. Love that. We're going to end on that. I want to thank you guys. I know you have a ton going on. This was awesome. Again, Harrison Smith, Molly Kane from the IRS. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, I don't know, like it on your fucking where podcasts are sold. There we go. <laughs> swearing again. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. Oh, yeah. It's the Irish. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tyler, stop doing that. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Wow, look at you. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. Hope you learned something. Don't forget to leave a passive-aggressive review. It wouldn't be a podcast without some show notes. So check them out to learn more about me, Second Front. Stay weird. <laughs>